This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. Welcome to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail to go with it. I am your host, Chris Bowman. And I am also your host, Benjamin R. Harrison. Hello, Benjamin. Hey, well, sorry to interrupt your little conversation about uh, getting your heart broken in Dragon Age Inquisition. Man, you kidding Sound, me? So, sounded like there were some different conversation heartbreak, options. Dude, heartbreak, heartbreak. Some of knows, them were hearts. Heartbreak knows no bounds, my friend. Not yeah. just real life. Not just real life. Boy, yeah. I mean, real life, not so much, but plenty of them in the video game world. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel fucking- like I feel like real life wasn't full of enough shitty ass relationships so we need we need to now simulate them look man i got my heart broken in fucking mickey's magic castle you know sega genesis back when i was 15 years old and my life's never been the same since so it's, just, it's it was... really set you through a lifelong tailspin yeah. <laughs> um yeah i got i probably got my heart broken in a tailspin game <laughs> I was, man i really wanted to make that joke i, I yeah I, I wish i uh i'm sure there was one for you know sega genesis or whatever but i didn't have a title at hand. Yeah, I got my heart broken in DuckTales, so uh, <laughs> I, don't, sure. I don't know. Another fucking uh, Disney franchise. Different different, uh, different ducks, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oddly oh. enough, it was Scrooge McDuck that broke my heart, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a guest this week, do we? No, we don't. It's just the two of us. We, uh, we did this a couple weeks ago, and uh, as we... Uh, we're, trying have- to, we're trying to make up for, for the lost ep. By yeah. bringing you what you don't want, just Ben and Chris. Yeah, and uh, I, was, I was speaking. To, yeah, exactly. I was speaking to James about this, and he's like, "Yeah, no, it's really cool that uh, every so often it's just the two of you guys. You know, it's uh, like refreshing." And I and I agreed. And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know, we totally wasted that like refreshing moment by burn. Like we burned it by we burned it losing it, and then yeah. here we are trying to recapture it. So let's just go over the same exact uh, subject matter we well, did." And yeah, as everybody knows, we write a detailed outline and, <laughs> and most of the dialogue for every episode yeah. w- w- months so ahead of time. Well, Scott's over so here. So we'll just he, hit the same beats. I mean, yeah. we'll try and we'll try and bring the same emotional truth to it that we brought sure. uh, two weeks ago. And, I uh, mean, Scott's never far away. He's taking minutes. So we'll just look back over uh, what he's <laughs> yeah. written down. Can you and... read that from the transcript? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Man, my fiance like goes on depositions and stuff sometimes, and mm-hmm. there's usually a court reporter there. I wonder if she's 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 like somebody I know who actually has the opportunity to ask someone to read back read the that transcript. back. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder if she has. She's probably had to do that. If, right? if she comes home for dinner tonight and says that she's never done that, I don't know if we have a lot more of a future in this relationship. No, I, I mean, I think what happens is if she comes home for dinner tonight and says she's never done that, you just turn her around and send her back out the door. Right. Yeah. Back yeah. to work, Toots. <laughs> yeah. Right. Toots. Uh, um, well, it's it's. Uh, I, I just spent the first, like the last hour um, at Scott's house here. Uh, well, we've been chatting and stuff, but every every once, well, no, every time I come here, I say, "You got any snackums? Any snackables?" And he. You know, so graciously breaks out. Well, this time he broke out every f- fucking sweet treat he had. Uh, so I, my stomach is full of chocolate uh, and riding a bit of a riding a bit of a high right now. Well, you know what they say: never, never drink on a stomach that's not full of candy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about this. I mean, it really is like my day is just like uh, coffee, 
you know, like coffee, you ride out the coffee, the caffeine high, and then when you start to dip, it's sugar, and then coffee, <laughs> and then sugar, and then coffee. And nice. Then, it's like a sine wave and a cosine wave. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, and uh, when you're bottoming it on, out on the one, you're cresting on the other. I just don't know how much longer I can ride these waves. You know, my my day is um, is like uh, stress uh, coming up to a crest, uh-huh. and then and then uh, and then terror replaces it, and then stress, <laughs> and then terror. Well, here's a, here's a thing to uh, elevate that feeling: is to add sugar and caffeine to that mix. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, life advice with Chris Bowman. Yeah, I well, whatever it is that's stressing you out and terrifying you, um, my advice is to just uh, run in the opposite direction. I find that works best. Sure. You know. Okay. If we stop doing this show sometime soon, everybody will know what happened. You started running. <laughs> you started running. Yeah. Chris. Uh, the uh, the life events that you have prepared for this week's show. What might it be? I went to Monster Jam Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> oh, is Monster Jam where Sunday, Sunday, Sunday comes from? Dude, I you had to explain to me what this was in text message, but then I went on a little bit of a Wikipedia uh, rabbit hole dive. Uh, I, I I it hit me like uh like my sister asked me last well say week. say for the listeners what monster jam is monster jam and i don't know if it's the same name in the states as it is in canada it, well it, it is, is like okay so monster jam i'm sure everyone knows what this is but if not it's uh basically a monster truck uh show like uh uh there's like you know motocross monster it's in like an arena right in an arena yeah like this happened to be at uh uh, the Blue Jays home stadium, which I refuse to call it by its current name. I will call it by its old name, which is the Sky Dome. Uh, <laughs> oh, did some company? Uh, yeah, exactly. Purchase some the rights. Shitty communications company. If uh, you're if you're at all uh, familiar with Canadian communications company, I think there's two, maybe yeah. one. Well, I've I've never I've never forgiven the gum company from uh, purchasing the name Wrigley, Wrigley. Field. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So. So you went to a monster truck rally. I did. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Ben? What did you do? Uh, I sent out the save the dates for my wedding. Big, big news. Big, big news. news. I, like got, layer, I got mine. Layer in some wedding bells right there. <laughs> yeah. Or probably not. Too lazy. Yeah. After much back and forth debate, Chris, yeah, <laughs> uh, your drink for today's show is the Corpse Reviver Number Two, not Ooh, to be yeah. confused with the Corpse Reviver Number One or the Savoy Corpse Reviver. Uh, this is from a the Corpse Revivers are meant to be hair of the dog drinks. Yeah, uh, but they're just cocktails. <laughs> uh, this one is uh, three quarter ounces of gin, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, three quarter ounces of triple sec. Three quarter ounces of Lule, uh, I guess the Blanc variety, and mm-hmm. a dash of absinthe. Uh, so you're gonna shake your ingredients in a mixer with ice until well chilled, and strain them into a chilled cocktail glass. And if you want to do a garnish, I would think a twist or a lemon wedge would be nice. I'll do a little twist, I think. Yeah, uh, baby. Uh, for you, Ben, you are going to be drinking something called the Nice Nice. 
Uh, it's nice. Two, and, nice. And, and, no, nice. Uh, two ounces of bourbon. Um, recommended Buffalo Trace, which is uh, good news to most, I think. Uh, three quarter ounces of Aperol. A half ounce of simple syrup. Three drops of orange flower water. Uh, four to six uh, fresh basil leaves. Um, you're going to shake all ingredients, uh, double strain into a glass, and garnish uh, with fresh basil leaf. Um, yeah. And this is uh, apparently a summery cocktail. Again, I, I've gone with a summer drink. but uh, Right in the dead of winter. <laughs> right in the dead of winter. I mean, because it's full long john season up here. So yeah. uh, well, my mind, my that mind makes is... makes it toasty. Cheers, Benny boy. Hey. To your health. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. This is very bourbon-y. This is very... Wow. This is so much bourbon than I was thinking it would be. It was two ounces, two ounces of bourbon, right? Yeah. Mm. But there's Aperol and simple syrup. Yeah. It's really bourbon-y. Uh, if you like bourbon, you're going to like this drink. <laughs> I, which you don't. Well, I'm not 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 the world's hugest bourbon fan, but <laughs> drink I shall. Mm. So let's talk about sending out uh, wedding invitations. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been hectic. I'm sure that there. I'm sure that the list is flawed in many ways. It's not the invite; it's just the save the date. But you know, it's like it's the part where the rubber really meets the road in terms of determining the scale of yeah. the event and you know it's it's a very tricky calculation like do you invite more people than you can accommodate and hope that some percentage of them can't come mm -hmm. or do you uh invite exactly the number of people and then hit people with last minute wedding invites to fill <laughs> fill I the think, space i think uh your friend and mine uh scott anderson is going through the same thing uh, yeah the, you know, numbers and like how to negotiate the, you know, it's the... very tricky. Uh, Rachel's family, uh, is really off to the races with, uh, with their list of things that they want to be part of the wedding, whether we like it or not. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like one of the manifestations of that is that the, you know, we basically, sat down and I made my list of friends and family and Rachel made her list of friends and family and then gave our parents the opportunity to suggest additions. And when the dust settled, there were like 30 or 40 more names on, on her side of the, uh, <laughs> of the aisle than, uh, mine. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm a little bit afraid, but I also think that like her, this, if Rachel listens to this, she's probably going to hate me for saying this, but I feel like <laughs> more people on her side of the family will be more offended if they don't get invited. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I mean, but that's, I don't know. I, I don't know Rachel's family at all, but yeah. I think, I mean, I, it's definitely like, there's such a thing as sensitive uh, family, you know, yeah. and uh, it's, it's, it's really, a big event, it's, right? It's bringing, it's bringing lots of politics into what should otherwise be. A, oh, it's a political nightmare. It's like yeah. the biggest political nightmare. <laughs> so, and 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 like you know, there's there's some fights that we know we're wading into just right off the bat because we're like, okay, 
some people are getting invited and some aren't and that's just because there's a limit to the size of the event yeah. uh but the um so what it's the ones that i know that we don't know about yet yeah <laughs> that really scare me like inevitably there is a couple or two who we just forgot to put on the list because yeah. it's a large enough list that there are going to be gaps and uh so s s clicking send on the little email form for our save the dates was, uh, uh, you know, you, f you felt your ears pop when, <laughs> when the <laughs> well, altitude this, changed. This is, uh, I mean, in incredibly sexist of me, but I have to say I was surprised when I found out that you were the one that clicked send. I don't I mean, it's not, you guys compiled the list together. It's really not a big deal, but I just Oh, imagined... she clicked send, but I was holding oh. her hand when, when she did it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it Total we team spent effort. like an entire day sitting doing it. So yeah, we had to um, have like a website available and well, I, I'll, I got my invite. I, I, I'm very excited. Very right excited. Uh, and all of a sudden, like yesterday, literally, I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to figure out a way to spend a month in Los Angeles because I got to be <laughs> there. I got to be there in June too. So like, oh yeah, shit. So I think I might try and do that. Just spend a month out there. Man, I. Like 30 seconds, because you're going to be there in June for Max FunCon. Correct. About 30 seconds before we hit send, I was like, wait a second, what day is Max FunCon? Mm -hmm. and, and it's like literally one day after, but also a month before. So Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, God. Oh, it's like, terrifying. You know, we're, yeah. I, uh, I was... Uh, <laughs> heart was in uh, your throat for a second yeah well i think I, basically uh anybody listening if you remember or if you're listening in june 2015 uh if you see me uh under a bridge in a box or something i shouldn't be <laughs> i shouldn't be making fun that's I, I i'll be out there for a month and i might not have a place to stay so uh you know throw me a sandwich that's all i'm saying throw your buddy bowman a sandwich <laughs> or a fucking fridge box i mean that sure. would come in handy too any of those things or a tarp um, but um, that's, that's exciting. I mean, that's, uh, that's gotta be at least, uh, somewhat of a weight lifted, you know, like you did explain that it's a bit nerve wracking because you, you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, but, uh, yeah. um, it is, it's gotta be in a sense, a little bit of a relief, right? Yeah. So far we've not had anything flare up, which is probably the way it would, I mean, like, I think that like the, the big the big shitty problems will come when like a month from now, somebody finds out and doesn't, you know, searches their email and they didn't get it. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, we had an old email address that you don't check anymore yeah. or something. Yeah. And then, you know, they've already gone through all of the emotions of being deeply and profoundly offended. Yes. And it's literally just a fucking, you know, <laughs> but this is, this is the thing. Like it's, at that point, it's out of your hands. Like, if this is somebody you have, you have invited, if this isn't like right. an oversight or something. I mean, well, it, it is an oversight. It's just like the thing is, everybody goes through their shit before, you know. Like, like there's no there's no wait and see left in society, you know. No, it's true. I mean, you're quick, they, but they, that's they they experience it as though Rachel and I were sitting there and went like, oh, Debbie and Brian, fuck them. We would never invite them. Yeah. You know? So. No, I, I mean, but that, like what I was going to say is that it's not up to you how people respond, right? How they react. I mean, 
Yeah. You, you know, it, all you can do is if it comes up is either you address the problem or, you know, you do your best to fix it or I don't know what, but I mean, if they've gone through a month's worth of like, you know, feeling hurt and, and, uh, betrayed or whatever they're going to feel, I mean, that's not up to you. And all you can do is say, I'm sorry. And you know, whatever, that's it. You know, true enough. Uh, externalizing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, uh, this is like probably the first big test of my, of my new year's resolution. Sure. I mean, that's a fucking huge test too. Ooh. Yeah. As I say fucking huge test, uh, I did want to point out that last week's episode, I was particularly sweary, and uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty sweary guy, but even last week, I occasionally listened to our show, and I was kind of appalled. I was cringing at how much I was swearing, so yeah, uh, well, maybe, maybe it was just... All, all of the nine-year-olds that listened to our cocktail show probably learned some new vocab from you. Sure they did, and uh, <laughs> they also learned a few few nice drinks, so yeah. cheers, nine-year-olds. Okay. Um, uh, now you can raid your parents' uh, cabinets without <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> yeah. No high school cocktails for you. <laughs> oh, high school cocktails kind of fell off a little bit, eh? Anybody else yeah, out there? It was a listeners? trend for a little while. Any new listeners want to uh, contribute to the hashtag high school cocktails uh, yeah. uh, thread? Please do. Disturbing, disgusting cocktails. Yeah. Well, you just search for the hashtag high school cocktails and you'll... You'll get it. You'll yeah. know what we mean. You'll get it. But um, I think I think we you know, gave that its Viking funeral by reading a bunch on the show. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, listen, I am, I'm very excited about July now and, uh, for, for more than one reason, but, uh, uh, one of the reasons is, uh, because I'm going to buy myself a brand spanking new suit Ooh. because I cannot go to Benjamin R. Harrison's wedding, uh, in a fucking Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> as much as I'd like to. What do they call that? Uh, uh, <laughs> that what, is, it's not black tie. It's like a chambray tie in, in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I was at a chambray tie affair, eh? And <laughs> um, a uh, giant Mae West with bright uh, and groom <laughs> plastic figurines on top, eh? <laughs> I don't know what accent that is. Uh, it's it's close. No, it's close. It's like mid. It's like a. It's like a North Dakota slash Canadian, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Moral equivalence. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, that that's another thing that's like we have not really s- solved for uh, attire yet. Mm-hmm. I have two tuxedos and I love wearing them, but I don't know that I'm going to be able to persuade everybody to go go the direction of black tie yeah um and uh i got a uh a text message from my mom the other day with some uh some brown suede shoes with plastic soles that she was uh she was thinking about getting for my dad and she said would these go with a tuxedo Oh boy. Uh, oh boy! No, <laughs> no. Like I, I, you know, uh, I had visions of uh, when I lived in London. I had visions of the next suit I'd buy. I would walk in. I walk down Savile Row. I'd pick a store. I pick a, a yeah, a, a suit, uh, like a tailor, uh, and and just say, okay, fix me up, you know. And and I don't know even what a Savile Row suit would cost. Oh, uh, like thousands, I imagine. Yeah, I of think pounds. I think entry level is probably like six or seven thousand bucks oh, that's way more than i thought <laughs> and uh and I, there's probably cheaper ones but 
you know, the ones where you walk in and they like make it after you leave. Right. Well, I mean, the, the whole the whole street, right? I mean, you, yeah. you look at up top is where they take the measurements, and then right below you can see them. Yeah, making you them. watch you watch the fat old men diligently stitching with the nimble fingers. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, it, it's it's fascinating to see. I mean, it's a rarity, obviously, and the reason yeah. why you pay so much. But uh, totally. I mean, I, I that would that would mean well. Look, this year I was going to try and fit in in the next little while a trip to Los Angeles, and then again in June, and then try and fit in a trip to England to retrieve some of my belongings because I don't want to get them shipped. I want to go and visit people, right? Right. And um, give it like a, a, a two pronged sort of approach to a visit. And uh, now I think if I'm spending a month in Los Angeles, I mean, this is you know early. This is preliminary thoughts, but I mean that would yeah. that would mean I'd have to spend on two flights. So what's you know. Uh, to go to Los Angeles twice in a month or, or you know right. what I mean? So uh, who knows? So the Savile Row suit thing is not happening because I don't have $7,000 <laughs> to spend on a suit and because yeah. I won't be going to England until probably closer to Christmas or something. But, well, um, I have uh, perhaps unsurprising news that I will not be getting married in a Savile Row suit. So <laughs> you don't need to be, uh, you don't need to be uh, upstaging the groom. Uh, it's only because tip. I. It's only because that's like uh, that's like showing up to a wedding in a white dress, Chris. You know, <laughs> you don't do it. Well, can I just say my backup plan is a white dress? So okay, uh, Rachel, look out! I'm coming for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I, 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 my first thought was like, oh shit, I need to look sharp. Like I looked, I need to look the sharpest because my buddy Ben is getting married, and uh, I cannot look like a ragamuffin. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, we might, we might have, uh, the, the clothing options be ragamuffin optional. So as soon as I see a box that I can tick ragamuffin, I'm going to tick something, whatever, whatever the other option is, because I, <laughs> my default, my default is ragamuffin. You're a little tired of ragamuffin? <laughs> yeah. You got to spice up your life a little bit. Sure. Exactly. Well, you've got uh, an expensive, uh, you got an expensive first half of the year ahead of you. Dude, if that's I don't know the case. I don't know this, how this is going to work out. I have no idea, but it's going to work out. It will work out. Um, something about something about just declaring yourself a member of the Jet Set can sometimes make it so. Um, I, there's nothing I enjoy more. I mean, I know you travel for work sometimes, and traveling for work is a different thing. Um, you know, people oh boy, that travel for work it? get tired pretty quickly of traveling. Uh, and traveling is yeah. an exhausting thing, but uh, when you're traveling for uh, leisurely pursuits, uh, right. it, it's quite fun. So, Yeah, well, and also... You know, traveling for work is a is especially a drag because I always have to carry, you know, 125 pounds of film equipment yeah. with me. Yeah. So I can't ever really enjoy, like, you know, if I go somewhere cool and I want to like throw on a throw on a suit and have a night on the town, mm-hmm. it's not really an option because no. I don't. By the time I've finished packing my camera bag, I don't really have room for clothes other than shirts and jeans mm-hmm. you know yeah so yeah i mean yeah you were uh... all of the fun parts of travel that they show in uh <laughs> you know 007 films are completely yeah. lost on me <laughs> sure yeah like the uh the uh oil slicks spilling rental cars and such right yeah, Hertz has not once upgraded me to a car with an ejector seat button in the uh, in the shifter. Yeah, do you have anything in uh, Night Rider? Uh, <laughs> do you have anything in a kit line? 
Yeah. Yeah. Does does this have uh, a a license plate that rotates three different times and look, has three look, different... Yeah, do you have anything that uh, is, I can easily shake the fuzz in? Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, it sounds like a... It sounds like a uh, well, it's definitely a big year for you, uh, for both of you. And uh, I can only imagine uh, the stress relief you're going to feel once the day is over. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and it's... I mean, how is Rachel handling it? Is she... Uh, Kind of a measured response or, or approach or i chase she's handling it very well she's mainly handling it by doing all of the work and i was me... gonna see how i was gonna ask what what the delegation uh what the breakdown is and uh there it is so you yeah. are doing you're hitting I'm you're a, clicking send and uh, i'm a bad person <laughs> uh, well i mean i think i it's... did our website uh, sure so. great uh, uh, that's that's but, big yeah, I uh, I think that I don't know. We like, we picked the food together, but she like found the venue. She found the food. She found the celebrant. Like all of the all of the shit so far has been pretty much uh, her. Well, you you did you did uh, some preliminary. Uh, you scouted some locations. Yeah, I yeah. know this. I know this because when we met up in Los Angeles uh, and we were. Uh, going to, uh, we were going somewhere to record <laughs> an episode, and we ended up back at uh, back at one of the locations because uh, oh right, stupid yeah, Garmin like I hadn't or... changed it in my GPS. <laughs> yeah, or something. we ended up at the venue, and you're like, "Fuck, shit!" Yeah, <laughs> which I found amusing. Yeah, we, we we scrapped that venue because of that. I would not have it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, tell me about monster trucks, Chris. I don't want to talk about my wedding anymore. Oh, the, well, there's going to be some more wedding rising. Time, I'm sure. Oh geez, have a sip of that drink. Well, let me tell oh, you. Oh, but I something. will talk about this drink. Yeah, um, I'm not getting any of the basil, and I think that probably that's because no muddling was uh, taking place. Did you do the old uh, in the palm smack to activate thing? I uh, did not. That might so, be like I mean I don't know if it works the same as mint. I imagine it would, but yeah, I think so. But I think that if I'd uh, you know hit the hit this basil with the muddler mm-hmm. first, maybe I'd be tasting it more. Um, it basically has no effect on the flavor of the drink, as far as I can tell. Okay, so all right. If you if you want that basil to come through at home, dear listener, uh, yeah, smack it, flip it, smack it, muddle it down. <laughs> cool, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, look, I uh, you know, I was introduced to monster trucks when I was. Uh, a young lad, uh, I don't know, maybe ten years old, when Bigfoot, you know, the inventor of monster trucks, came along. I don't know if you've seen what Bigfoot looks like uh, recently. Like, I mean, he's not around anymore. Like the guy who uh, drove the truck, I, I don't know, it's retired. But <laughs> so he, they, they don't pass the trucks down to their sons. Well, they do. They anything? do. They, they do. I don't know is what gra- happened. Is, is Grave Digger one? Dude, I saw him yesterday. All right. Uh, so the trucks are are boys. The, uh, no, because usually no. a usually a vehicle with a name is a lady. No, a well, listen. Let me tell you something. We're gonna get into this because this is a this is a uh, a topic uh, that I I'm, I want to get into. But um, so Bigfoot, the photos of Bigfoot, like back. No, in the did day. you go to this by yourself? You just. Uh... Yeah, I mean, look, it's something I like to do a couple, two, three times a year. Uh, one, one for Monster Jam, please, he says at the, <laughs> yeah. at the ticket and office. Then, that was me at the airport when I was flying to Vegas. One for Monster <laughs> Jam in Vegas, please. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
because apparently it happens in Vegas. Uh, uh, like it's like the championships, quote unquote championships. Oh um, man! Did you know that there's a thing in Vegas where you can pay some money to work a backhoe? They have like a giant. Earth. What? They they have like a giant, like a huge, like football field sized sandbox, and you can get like a heavy, uh, piece of heavy earth moving machinery. Uh, for like an hour for oh, a man. small fee that's and one of those things like, that's one of those things you do when you're in vegas it stays in vegas you don't tell anyone right that's like yeah. big secret yeah. i uh Something. i've only been to vegas for work so i haven't done oh, any of the fun parts oh you said backhoe i thought uh you meant something else uh, wow boom um but Not anyway legal so, within the city limits <laughs> well let me like the uh so yeah 12 years old my dad takes me to see monster trucks and it was the loudest uh stinkiest thing i have ever been to <laughs> um but it was fun when you're a kid just like, i didn't you know. even think about the stinkiness oh man so i saw it in a small arena and it just literally the air is blue like it's blue yeah. with exhaust and i'm like you know this cannot be good yeah. and it was the same as yesterday like when it starts uh so i i did not go by myself to, to answer your question first of all uh yeah. my sister called me last week to see if i was interested in going with my five-year-old nephew like obviously uh my sister and brother-in-law and my dad uh were coming into the city and it's like yeah of course that would be amazing let's go you know <laughs> that uh, sounds amazing like, i i would not have the same although i categorize them probably like close to the same uh type of events i would not have the same reaction as somebody asking me to go see wrestling you know, uh, like right. if somebody said, Hey, like we're going to take, uh, we're going to take Alex to go see, uh, WWE. And I'd be like, cool. Have a good time. Let me know how that goes. You know, uh, I, I feel like I would go to that just, uh, just to see what it was. I have, I have nothing, uh, against it. If, if you like it, cause a lot of people do like, I know, uh, I don't like, I know of people that, that still watch wrestling, you know, yeah. f- fully knowing that it's, uh, you know, live soap opera basically. Right. But, um, Anyway, super so, homoerotic soap opera. Totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but but like I would I would go like just because I would love to have a few anecdotes about it. Sure. And, and I feel like I feel like it must be a thing if that many people go, right? Like it must uh, be. They must have figured out a way to make it entertaining. Well, uh, I mean you know to a certain demographic sure like i mean i went to a motorhead concert one time not because i gave a fuck about motorhead but just because (laughs) should have why wouldn't you go to a motorhead if you had the opportunity you know i I went to a slayer concert we took um we took uh uh uh, somebody we knew that couldn't necessarily go on their own we took uh a friend and i took to see slayer and it was um I can't remember the name of the biker gang that was there. Like, it was just the crowd was like littered with like the biggest bikers you've ever seen. And I was like, this is fucking insane. This is yeah. amazing. It was so kind what of. What would your dad sound like if he had tickets for Slayer, World Wrestling Federation, and Monster Jam all in the same night? And he couldn't decide which one to go uh, to. Christopher, I'm absolutely at a loss as to what to do. <laughs> Please help me make a decision. <laughs> I can't make up my mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, like, so we did this thing called the pit pass, where you get to walk around amongst the, tr- the trucks, and you know, uh, if you decide to stand in a really long line and get a picture taken with the driver and truck, then you oh, can do nice. that. Um, but sure, you know, I'm one, sure those guys are salt of the earth. Uh man, they they were like, 
I have to say, they, they definitely know how to treat their fans. Like, you know, they really are nice. They seem to be nice people. Uh, they know, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the phrase? They know what side of the bread, and what side they're, uh, what is that thing? What, what that side saying? their bread is buttered on? That's it, that's it. Uh, and so, um, anyway, but one thing I did see, and I was talking earlier to Scott about this, um, there was a couple of lady drivers there, and I mean, it oh, is. Obviously- I like that they've started to uh, started to uh, break down the gender gap. Sure, and in one of the monster one- truck operation. <laughs> yeah, and one of the women has been doing it for like twelve or fifteen years or something. And e- equal pay for equal car crushing. <laughs> sure, yeah, um, and uh, but like one of the messages is like girls rock, you know, and and. I mean, I've never been, uh, this may come as a surprise, I've never been a young girl. So uh, when that message, I mean, obviously there's a whole bunch of messages coming at kids from every direction, but I found it, uh, I found it um, kind of odd, like to hear, like to imagine what it must be like to hear girls rock when you're like, you know, nine, six or seven or eight or nine and you start to like hear a message and you're like in that. this testosterone fueled environment full of it's sure but like the other like the, i imagine like i mean in my mind it's like well of course we fucking rock like what is the what do you mean like why are you i mean obviously it's a male oh you're saying like it 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 uh it like it plants a seed it's, it's a self-fulfilling uh discrimination prophecy when you say like well why would everybody feel the need to say that yeah i mean no i, I guess i understand why I, I, you know like uh it came up that yeah there are a whole bunch of other messages and, and that is right. to combat those messages and that i guess i understand but you know from a completely naive standpoint it's like yeah well you know yeah of course yeah what do you mean of course we rock i mean you're just putting something in a girl's head saying like well why wouldn't we you know right causing them to question it but again i'm not an expert the affirmation suggests the question yeah i i just although obviously it is encouraging at the same time so uh you know um but there was like i say there's two lady drivers there and uh one of them was a former uh, she's fairly young like i met she's she's under 30 but she's a former like motocross driver uh uh, bike rider and uh the other one had been in the in the game in the monster truck game for years, and uh, uh, the girl Season who was the veteran of crushing cars. Man, I'll tell it was it was so much fun to watch. You know, like just <laughs> it was. So they do they do a they race right, and then they you yeah. Know, it's it's only two laps, so it's 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 fairly quick. But within ten minutes, my sister and I turn to each other and we're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, but the fun part is like I guess. You know, when when trucks used to crash, it'd be like a, a fun thing to see. You know, um, but I think what they, the, it's part of the design now is that they have a freestyle element to this thing where, uh, uh, you know, at the end after the race is finished, they just come out and they have like ninety seconds to hit every jump or do whatever routine they want, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the, so it starts off and you get the people who are maybe new to it or like not as good or you know less popular trucks or whatever amateur night yeah and then you, the closer you get to the end the crazier these people get and like man i cannot imagine what it must be <laughs> like to sit in the driver's seat of one of these things and uh and just go for it like these guys are rolling their trucks you know like uh the one of the women she rolled her truck and just gets out and it's like yeah you know like that was amazing thank you everybody wow. you know, they interview- Do they always come up upright no, they they roll and they stay upside down sometimes. And and wow, the, what do the, they do? 
man, one of the guys actually rolled his truck and just as he was upside down, this massive piece of equipment, he just floored it because he knew at some point his tires were going to, or I guess he thought his tires were going to hit the dirt and they actually did and it just flipped the truck back upright and people wow. lost their goddamn minds i was one of those people it's like whoa <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but You're, man i had so much the only thing missing from this experience is a sophisticated cocktail <laughs> yeah which is uh let me tell you sophisticated it's really even it's really the balance to uh uh a monster truck event the uh the corpse survivor number two is yeah it's great um I, 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 you know, my sister was kind enough to, to buy me a ticket to go and it was so much fun to see my nephew, like, you know, losing his mind, you know, to look over and see, I mean, I guess that's part of the fun. Like I wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for my nephew, obviously, right? None of us would have been, but, right. um, I, I, re I discovered also that there are so many people that are there without kids, you know, that they are, uh, they just, Light, lifelong monster jam. Yeah. They put aficionados, they, you know, they put on their, their finest camouflage and and i don't i don't mean that as a slight because obviously it's a group of uh, uh it's a group of people that uh you know who are gearheads like they're that's that's what they're into and yeah um it's yeah uh, somebody was like uh, my sister was like oh yeah what about uh what about that the girl that drove that uh that, that i think it was scooby-doo or whatever is the name of the truck that she drives and it looks like scooby-doo it's got a tongue wagging and everything and uh She's like, she was cute, eh? And I'm like, yeah, but any woman that can drive a truck like that, I am not even like a fraction of enough of a man for her. <laughs> uh, Maybe she doesn't want somebody to be that type of man. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a silly conversation to even have. Your, sis, just, your like, sis is trying to set you up with a cool monster truck driver, Chris. <laughs> yeah. why, are you, why are you balking at this great opportunity? Uh, man, I, uh, I don't know. Um yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was a it was a great uh, a great time, and I was I mean I expected to have fun, but holy smokes, it was uh, kind of more than I expected. I mean, it was super loud. Uh, I did not have earplugs. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's rough. Yeah, I I don't think I would. I think that that would really bother me. Yeah, I was. Smells like, and noise are like my two bugaboos. Well, this this uh, it was as I say it was in the Sky Dome and it was closed, but like you could see like from five minutes in where all the trucks come out to do like a little parade to show like it's like the loudest <laughs> thing you've ever heard. It's like a lot. It's like the loudest uh, hive of bees you've ever heard, and uh, <laughs> and then um, you know I just was like looking to my left and right, and you could just see exhaust rising. You know, can we were we were in the upper level, right? Uh, amazing seats because you could see everything perfectly and yeah uh, but you could also see everything you're about to breathe in oh yeah but i must admit it's I coming right for us yeah yeah <laughs> breathe deep uh hold your breath for three hours uh yeah it was good though it was a great time and uh uh i'd be interested to hear somebody's side of uh that girls rock argument i mean i guess that message it's, yeah. it's a positive one it's just I, I wonder if it's like kind of a double-edged sword you know Right. Yeah, if it plants the seed of uh, of doubt in of doubt, yeah. I also wonder what it does to like little boys, like do they do they react badly against it like like why why girls rock and not boys and then they're like mean to the girls but, and but then that is, becomes Yeah, exactly. That so becomes is a it, little a little sexist in the making. I mean, maybe the 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 proof is uh, around them or like, uh, you know, like the, uh, examples are shown 
around them on a daily basis. But like, you know, boy, I don't ever remember hearing or like seeing a shirt that says boys rock. I just don't. No. And, and so. They're like seeing a shirt that says white pride. <laughs> sure. Bad <laughs> idea. Yeah. Well, but I mean, but this is the thing. It's like, you know, well, I, yeah, I don't know if it's the same thing as having a shirt that says white pride, but you know. No, absolutely the same thing. No difference at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. I wonder if one plays against the other, and you know, maybe it's just a safer thing to assume that. Uh, hey, we all rock. It's so boring, so Canadian. Ugh. Yeah. We have uh, we have uh, uh, a drink request this week, and I think. Um, the inaugural use of our uh, voice recorder. Now, let me let me dispel some, or let me ask you to dispel something here. Uh, my dad was about to make your day by uh, being the first one to do the call oh. request, and he said there was one too many hoops to jump through. Do you really? Have to, do you have to sign up or pay or something? Did he click no. something? Okay, because I haven't researched it myself, but he I said think that, you put your email in, but it's just to it's just so that we know like who it's coming from. Oh, because he, he was under the impression that uh, you have to pay to leave X amount of messages. Like it's, you know, $7 for 12 messages or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, so he just misunderstood. Well, you, you go, you go uh, after, the, after we're done recording today. I encourage you to go to our website and give it a try and see if you feel like there's too many hoops. But yeah, maybe that's why we haven't gotten that many. But uh, we well, finally did. And uh, here it is. Hi guys, uh, my name is Liam Midzangobin, and I'll just start by saying that I'm a massive sh fan of the show. Uh, very, very well done, and please keep it coming. Um, my life event is that I'm finishing my master's and just about to finalize my last PhD application, uh, and I'm looking for a drink to celebrate with after I have submitted the final application. Thank you. Wow, right that's on. a good one. That's a good one. Thanks for leaving that, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Lee, first of all, congratulations, and I am super jealous. I wish A, I had a master's, uh, and or uh, B, on my way to getting a PhD. Uh, so congratulations. That's great. Wait, what do you have? I thought you had a master's in journalism. A master's? Bachelor? No. Well, no, man. I mean, uh, you're going to make your, me you're gonna make me your journalism this? Degree? You're going to make me air this on... Uh, national television okay um I, I guess i am uh i well i went to a community college so. oh it's liam excuse me oh liam. liam oh whoops i misheard that do we have Let to me listen to that one more time okay see if i can forgive myself okay hi guys uh my name is liam midzangobin and oh because his his middle name starts with an m so i oh. it, it went it blurred together for me it, sorry about that liam uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I have, um, it's a diploma basically. So what's I, a diploma if not a degree? It's not a degree. It's, uh, I, so basically you can basically the way, because it's def a different system in Canada is in the States, like college and university are the same thing essentially. Are they not in the States? Mm, well, I went to a college that was part of a university Okay, so so uh, universities here give degrees, colleges give diplomas, and oftentimes what happens is uh, colleges are used as a bridge from the uh, academic world to the working world. So, like you, some people go to university first and then take like a two year program in college to Whoa. to get you know into the workforce. 
perhaps. You guys think you're real clever with your little education system. No, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I wish I had a, a degree, but uh, it's, it's not the case. So let's get to the drink. Well, That's speaking of clever people, though, this yes. guy is uh, Liam, killing, it, killing it in the academia game. Yeah. Let me see if I can find out what he's studying from his uh, Twitter account. Security studies. Wow. IR, in, IR theory, indigeneity, and security studies. You can't even say it. This guy's studying it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think I said it. You did. You did. Yeah, I, I can't say it. Um, <laughs> that's uh. Well, I, I don't really understand uh, what that is. Yeah. So uh, good. The for only you. thing I know IR to stand for is infrared. So. Uh, all I know IR to stand for is at the beginning of IRL. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Netspeak. You know what I mean, guys? Come on. Yeah. Um. So okay, what do we have? List. What do we have for Liam? All right. So the drink is. Uh, the ABC cocktail, because uh, you've come so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is an ounce of Tawny Port, an ounce of VSOP Cognac, uh, a quarter ounce of maraschino liqueur, a uh, bar spoon of sugar syrup, and seven fresh mint leaves. So you're going to tear up the mint and put it in a shaker. Uh Add your other ingredients, uh, shake it with ice, and fine strain or double strain into a chilled cocktail glass, and uh, garnish that with some lemon, a lemon <laughs> twist, and a maraschino cherry. Excuse me. <laughs> and uh, that's the ABC cocktail. <laughs> oh, it's been a while, Ben. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Um, well, Liam, uh, I'm sure, you know, obviously you're interested. Chris from- is really pushing his luck on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm having the best time. I'm having the best time. Um, Liam, make that drink, take a photo and send it in, will you please? Yeah. Um, and, uh, keep us, uh, keep us, uh, informed of how the studies are going. Yeah. Best of luck with that. That's yeah, super awesome. Uh, I wish I knew what any of those disciplines were. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I'm too much of a doofus. I felt stupid uh, just hearing the fact that you're going for a PhD. And then I heard what you're going for, and then I felt, uh, impossibly, I felt even more stupid. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, please keep us posted. Well, that's it. That's, I think that, that's, that's it. all she wrote. Um Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, please keep in touch through uh, Twitter at Drink About It. Uh, uh, let us know what's up in your life and if you have a drink request. Um, there's been a few coming in. Uh, sorry if we haven't got to them, but we can always use more because it's better to have too many than not enough. Um, yeah, and better better that you do the voicemail thing than the yeah, tweet because it's so much more fun for everybody. That's, yeah, and you know what? Ben took time this week and uh, took a minute out of his busy, busy schedule and uh, re, uh, redid the website. So have a look, and you can leave the message there. Um, that's uh, uh, it's oh, yeah. fun for us. Fresh fresh and brand new website. Yep. You can search search by ingredient down on the uh, sidebar there, mm-hmm. which is, I think, a cool feature. It is a great feature. Uh, yeah, and so you can follow Ben at Benjamin R A H R. And you can follow Chris at Chris B Chicken. Uh, and uh, you can go to our Facebook, our Tumblr. Thank Scott Anderson for the lovely recording space. Thank you, Scott. Uh, and, uh, and thanks to Graham Walsh for the music. Thanks to Paul yeah. Walling for the illustration. Uh, and Paul Walling, uh, 
as we mentioned at some point, has relocated to Los Angeles, and I know that he uh, keeps up on uh, his commute. So hello, Paul, if you're listening. <laughs> um, Thanks, uh, man. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back next week with another. Uh, uh, life event and drink pairing to go with it and uh thanks again for listening holla (laughs) hola (laughs) oh no i hope that doesn't become our our thing So the drink. So what do we have? Uh, for so you? this is. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> You've done enough damage already. Oh no! Come on. <laughs>